Chapter 126 Miss Tihi Xu Fengyan and his entourage left the Lu Mansion and headed straight to Mount Longhu. They wouldn't stay any longer in Yangzhou province. It was well known that there was Mount Longhu in the west and the Xuanyuan family in the east in Jianzhou province. Jianzhou province was split into two parts by the Shejiang River. To the west of the river lay Mount Longhu and to the east the Xuanyuan family. The Taoist Zhao family, who shared the same surname as the royal family, had inherited the tradition of Taoism for more than sixty generations and followed the grace of heaven for one thousand and six hundred years. Mount Longhu funded Celestial Master Taoism with the Maester's Mansion, the Core. At dusk, the group arrived at the foot of Mount Kuanglu and decided to rest at the top of the mountain. They reached the top at night. After a rich dinner around the bonfire, Xu Fengyan walked to the cliff and sat cross-legged with the strong wind blowing against his face. The geezer in sheepskin coat followed him, and Xu Fengyan asked, Shall we start? Yet Li Chunggang shook his head and said, Leave it. It's good to enjoy the scenery sometimes. Xu Fengyan felt a little bad. It was a blessing to be struck by the Ophiotovus sword aura one more time. The geezer smiled and said, <laughs> You want to know about one sword to open the heavenly gate? Xu Fengyan chuckled. Li Chunggang laughed at himself. Do you know why I retreated from the Heaven Realm when I left the Purgatory Deck back then? Xu Fengyan shook his head. Li Chunggang paused for a moment, then he sighed and said, The extreme sword intent I reached is far more powerful than the Ophiotivus. I stroke the heavenly bell, opened the heavenly gate, and killed the heavenly men. Xu Fengyan was having doubts when Li Chunggang waved his hand and asked, What is heavenly men? The doc Xu Fengyan smiled wryly. I have little knowledge, and I don't know about it. Li Chunggang let out a laugh and said, The doctrines of three religions are different, but the essence is the same. Our ancients said that the theory that man is an integral part of our nature. This is the threshold of heavenly men. Saints, immortals, and Buddhas are all the same. They are called immortals on earth. Xu Fengyan was enlightened. Li Chunggang continued. I practiced swordsmanship and was determined to kill heavenly men with one sword move. That sword move wasn't the best at sword intent and sword astral, but by mistake, every time I used that exact move, I was invincible. No one could survive. I lost to Wang Jianxi back then, not because I couldn't defeat him, but because I cherished talents. Otherwise, he wouldn't just style himself as world number two. Xu Fengyan was shocked. The gazer became sad. When I went to Mount Longhu to ask for the elixir, 
Qi Zhanzhuan was about to ascend. We could never talk nicely to each other and no one could convince the other. So Qi said that he wanted to challenge that sword move. He would give me the elixir if I won. If I lost, of course, I would get nothing. Xu Fengyun murmured. Sir, you lost. Li Chenggang squinted his eyes and murmured. Yes. After that, I no longer practiced swordsmanship and retreated from the heaven realm. Xu Fengyun nodded and looked in the same direction as Li Chenggang. Feeling free and joyous, there came a power resonating in his chest, akin to a serpent on the move, roaring like thunder. Li Chenggang took off the dagger stuck in his hair bun, threw it to Xu Fengyun, and said angrily, Jiang Ni asked me to give the oracle to you before she left. I hate to give it to you, but I have to. Li Chenggang turned and left, holding the oracle in his hand. Xu Fengyun was in a daze. Just as he was about to get up, he felt something strange leaned back. A dagger almost hit the tip of his nose. He didn't even know if it was poisonous. Xu Fengyun held Tanitra's sword with his left hand and hit the ground with his right hand and stepped back seven yards. After standing still, he looked toward the cliff and saw a slender figure leaping out lightly. She let out a teehee and asked, Well, how did you know I would climb from the cliff to the top? Staring at this assassin girl who could appear and disappear mysteriously, Xu Fengyun tried to calm himself down. What wouldn't you do for the thousand tails of gold? The girl nodded and asked, Why don't you call for your lackeys to protect you? Xu Fengyun forced a smile. If I did, you'd fight desperately since you have no way back. I was trying to turn our hatred into friendship. She shook her head and said seriously, It's fine. You can call them. At worst, I will kill you and jump off the cliff. Dead or alive, rich or poor, all in the hands of heaven. Xu Fengyun forced a smile and asked, There's no other way? The girl nodded seriously. With a squinting gaze toward the sky, Xu Fengyun gestured toward the waterfall behind the young lady and suggested with a smug grin, Considering the direction of the rays, the waterfall is about to turn into a golden hue. How about appreciating the scenery before we indulge in battle? She didn't say a word, but faced Xu Fengyun while walking backwards slowly. When she stopped at the edge of the cliff, she glanced from the corner of her eye and saw the golden and stunning waterfall. The scenery was gorgeous and nice. After a mental conflict, Xu Fengyun gave up the idea of running for his life and walked to the edge of the cliff to enjoy the gorgeous scenery with her. She smiled and stared at Xu Fengyun. I'll spare you today. I'll go back down the mountain the way I came. How does that sound? Xu Fengyun said without hesitation. Sounds nice, but if you trust me, I can ask the God of Sword and the others not to kill you. 
You can leave freely. She looked at Xufengyan as if he was an idiot, and then said, Even if you won't kill me, you might arrest me. Do you think I'm a fool with no brain? Xu Fengyan got what she meant and laughed. If they were not sworn enemies, he would like to talk with her and found out who made her such a wonderful person.